0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and
1: karen are hot and i'm a black citizen understand with a magnificent plan to act rich to a t like a black jack nicholas or est the act nicholas do your rap diligence do your backpack trap rap and your dealership i'ma be a gentleman and show you sentimental niggas what the fundamentals is and walk off with two white hoes like black militants take me to the king nah nigga take me to the dealership to take me to a doctor for pills because i'm ill-equipped to deal with the subliminal disc it ain't real beef is kibbles and bits what i do with these bars is criminal it's not a game it's so so y'all can miss me with that new nigga millennial shit i ain't heard of that murder rap Cyrano de bergerac from tigger Load, still the livest nigga in your cul-de-sac sang it booty sang it booty hey welcome to the black out podcast your host rod and everybody has a time when they're in need
2: mm-hmm.
1: um we're live on a saturday ready to do some feedback guys we are and um it's been a couple days some of you guys don't listen to this till monday or tuesday anyway uh so i'm just gonna go ahead and drop this infinity war spoiler thanos has the money from universal fine kind of so
3: <laughs> he stole all the money and bought that glove
1: that was how he got the gauntlet okay um anyway guys uh you can find us on itunes stitcher pot Just search the Blackout tips the official weapon of the show is the taser unofficial sport is
3: bullet ball At bullet
1: ball extreme and we work very hard here guys yesterday i put out pregame balls deep we did a nerd off karen was on it um we did a sport movie review on thursday night in the middle of the night uh with uh for Affen- for Infinity war um for uh for our sport review so we consistently do work guys and uh we still have more stuff to do so um we appreciate y'all to take the time out so when we ask for stuff like feedback when we ask for five star reviews and stuff we feel like we earn those reviews we feel like we earn that that feedback yes, and man. it lets us know that it's not in vain it lets us know that what we're doing you guys are still listening to and still supporting and that's why it's so important that you guys leave those uh five star reviews and things of that nature um also we appreciate y'all to take the time out to donate to the show you can do so by going to the black guy who tips dot com sliding on over to the right hand side and you'll see um, an option to give recurring donation one time donations. We don't care which. We give people shout outs that do that. So let's do that part right now.
2: I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day
1: shout out to my man mr span of the span report for the recurring donation we appreciate you Uh andy s thank you as well Corey b yes Corey b thank you so much jonathan h appreciate you uh gary b a brand new recurring donator gary going over to the new members class and conrad will lead you over there he will uh calter h thank you so much marvin b yes marvin b we appreciate you we do jay full the homie the duke fan J. Four, appreciate you we do see we let anybody listen to the show you can be a duke fan we don't care km recurring donator thank you k yes early days of photography appreciate you mccall f thank you mm-hmm. our girl terilyn two fish hit us yes. with a one-time yes. donation that said thanks for the consistent entertainment well, thank you for the consistent listening.
3: Thank you, baby.
1: Solana S. Thank you, Solana.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Krishel, that, that, that wonderful person. Yes. Sir. Wonderful person. Just hit us with the recurrent. Thank you, Krishel. Nerds maybe. in Luxury, those luxurious nerds will appreciate you. Yes. Justin J. Thank you. Asia D. Thank you, Asia. Bambi H. Thank you, Bambi. Candace H. No relation, but thank you as well. We got a brand new recurring donation. From Yvonne M. Thank you, Yvonne. Yep. We appreciate you. Go on to the new members class. Another Jason J, which I think is a different Jason J. Thank you. Adam S., appreciate you. Katie G, thank you, Katie. Annie P, thank you, Annie. Tommy W, thank you. Tommy W Jr. Nidra D. Appreciate you. We do. Miss Hathaway. Laura E. Bomani Jones of the Evening Jones and the Right Time, Uh appreciate you, Nicholas Z, thank you, Rita Macy, we appreciate you as well, and that's everybody. Play out, (laughs) Kurt.
0: Hallelujah.
1: just smile for me whatever you're in right now smile,
2: smile
1: for me smile can you just smile for me and the people say oh 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 alright let's talk about y'all's five star reviews cause we got some
3: yay uh,
1: make way for her uh two things they write five stars on itunes i thoroughly enjoy the trash segment sound effect and the silence y'all create when talking about some foolery rod and bossy's review episodes are brilliant the show is a must listen thank you yes we love bossy we do love bossy um i forgot to ask her, did you want to review uh and this week that's on me i'll text her we text about the stuff we do a lot when y'all aren't around we just hang out uh <laughs> really great podcast funny and insightful five stars walt thomas says rod and karen have thoughtful insights on today's events they talk about serious subjects and they keep things light by injecting wit and sarcasm into the subject matter love the reviews of the walking dead game of thrones and other shows don't let the length of the show scare you you can always pick up where you left off or listen at one and a half time speed hey guys can i get a selfie <laughs> uh <laughs> as long as we're not covered in dirt bleeding in the mouth i'm good zulu matt i hope i pronounced that right zalu matt i wish i had more stars oh five stars so ronda can't keep me sane it's so great to hear people who have so much love and joy and fun but are still critical of the BS in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you, all the stars, Zulu Matt. Thank you.
3: Yes, and, and uh, back to the previous one, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I, I was agreeing with you as far as, I don't want them to think like, I don't want no selfies, it's just like, I just don't want uh, to be beat up with blood, I'm I'm good on that
1: one. hmm I mean, just, if if you see me bleeding from the mouth, and uh dirt all in my hair and shit at least ask me if i'm okay before you take the selfie that's all please, please
3: do please
1: do um angie uh nicoke says five stars um my brother introduced me to y'all shout out to your brother i appreciate him okay? shout
3: out brother
1: for each one teach one y'all should all be telling people about the show and i have been hooked on you guys your commentary on issues going on around us always on point i find myself singing the theme songs to the different segments when i noticed something happening that couldn't fit that could fit into it i recently moved and now have an hour commute each way to work and you guys have made that bearable keep up the great work angie
3: thank you thank you angie, angie
1: and we will try to keep it uh keep it rocking for you
3: them long commutes ain't no joke my commute ain't that long and honey if the traffic get too heavy, I'm copying the attitude, so I can't even imagine these extra long routes.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't blame you. But, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank y'all for right, taking the time out to write five-star reviews. We appreciate everybody that does that. we run running the, now that we starting to run into fans all over the place, uh, I hope every fan we meet writes us a five-star review or has left us one already. Appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, thank y'all. And, uh, let's get to the, uh, comments on the website. 1664 hilarious educational entertainment was uh the the name of the episode and it was a feedback show charles left a comment he says um i went to fifth i went to f- fifth 12th through 12th grade in jackson mississippi and surprise i had a lot of black teachers and most of the white teachers were in the liberal variety wow that is surprising also i was in a college track of, of mostly honors classes that combo plus all the extra reading my bookworm ass did made history very interesting yeah i mean like i said it's, it's all in how it's presented to you right
3: right and and every child is different and you have teachers out there who they just teach one style and fuck you better get it and every you know you have some children they're visual some children they gotta do so it varies per child so you know if you're not tapping on how would that child grasp you're going to lose a lot of students.
1: Yeah. I also think a huge part of it is just if I'm teaching you and I'm a teacher and I know the test is going to ask you what year did blank happen and the answer is 1776, I'm probably just going to teach you the 1776 part of it. I'm not going to, you know, take you there in your mind and let's go on an educational journey. I'm just going to be like, how the fuck do I get this kid to get a grade that will make, you know, make it, make people get off my ass
3: right because your test scores are now um connected to the teacher now you know which is like hey, if these children don't pass this test this affects you as a teacher but at the same time it's like you limit what the teachers can teach because there's nothing but what's on this test they don't go outside parameters of that test
1: mm-hmm. uh the poll was did you find history in school yes no or sometimes nine percent say yeah they found it boring 27 percent said sometimes they found it boring and 44 percent said no nah, they they didn't find it boring um i, I actually think that's a high number 44 percent i thought more people would have said they found it boring but maybe there's more good teachers out there than you think
3: there, there probably uh, there probably is <laughs> i had one year that i actually enjoyed history that's because i had an excellent teacher but after that it went back down here again.
1: dre says i found that history was not boring but very whitewashed one of my teachers said that Pearl Harbor was bombed by Japs. All the black kids were laughing and looking at each other, but you could tell the lens we were looking at history through. They would talk about how slavery was a practice in Africa and Europe long before America. After that, I started looking into the history for myself with a large book of, with a large look at Islam, communism, socialism, Native American history, and many other things other things that were inherently inherently negative by my teacher's point of view. Mhm yeah it's weird because some of that stuff makes you want to go read because you're like well for me uh my mentality was like well what aren't you telling me because it seems a way too simple and really paints white people as just these kind of passive people that have never wronged anyone and slavery wasn't that bad and genocide of the native americans wasn't that bad and like nothing was that bad you know good slave owners good founding fathers good you know good genociders i'm like how can that be possible come on. and in the same book that y'all tell me how much we were on the right side of fighting germany because they were going to kill jewish people but y'all are kill people so how can both things exist Brooklyn shoebase says i loved history because i was curious of how mankind got to where we are right now also i like knowing white folks history so no one can deny me what i uh when i use it against them <coughs> <coughs> sorry sorry hmm i do recall correctly calling bullshit in our high school's history class because europe and the usa oh hold on let me sip some tea because europe and the usa got whole years while africa and latin america was relegated to just three months and the study of asia was relegated to all the colonization uh miss ct says maybe karen matured faster than i did but i just knew that high school history class was just one side of the story it's on. it's only within my college education that i began to learn history for myself with my undergrad concentration in african studies i've had an opportunity to study and research for myself at my pace and it made a world of difference
3: right and i think that does make a world for the difference and um truth be told um history requires a lot of reading and if you were a child similar to me who grew up where the emphasis in the household wasn't on reading, it's very difficult for you to jump into something that literally requires a lot of reading like you're automatically turned off because you're like, "Oh, this requires me to exercise something that I only do because I'm required to, not because I want to do um because you know for a lot of true because a lot of people that like history. Um, I realized that a lot of them love to read. Like Mm -hmm. those things actually go hand in hand a lot of times, not all the time, but most of the time in those instances. You do have people that like to read that can't stand history, but most of the time if people love to read, they're gonna go digging, they're gonna go searching, they're gonna go finding, they're gonna feed that knowledge, that, that thing within them, that, that, that wants them to learn more um, For me reading was forced upon me I learned to read because I didn't want to be stupid Not because I actually loved reading You know and, it, and that goes back to history It's all in how it's presented to you uh, You know reading was never presented to me As something as fun to do Reading was presented as you have to read You better learn how to read You don't want to be stupid And so when you're brought up in environments like that um, And you have something that requires you to do something That you already don't want to do Or aren't leaning towards You kind of naturally Actually, as a child push away from that when you actually need to be running to it but a lot of that has to be you have to have people in your circles in your groups to see these things and help lead you in those directions
1: we got episode uh 1665 fake it till you break it had uh six comments grape cranberry says um might have to run a correction on guess the race a Facebook friend pointed out that the guy who pushed someone onto the train tracks could be a white guy in blackface look closely at the picture um well we'll run a correction when it's corrected um that nigga look black to me listen none of the guess the race stuff is actually they real race we don't know these people <laughs> like someone else wrote the show talking about like the latinx uh thing and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm just like y'all know that like it's a game it's not real we're actually not breaking down the genealogy of these people DNA tests. yeah when you say mexican mexican's not a race it's a country you know what i mean there's all kinds of different people in asia there's south asians there you know we're like let's not suck the fucking fun out of the game guys come on
3: we're being racist
1: yeah if we get up if we get an update that they catch that dude and he's not a black man we'll, then we'll, update it. Yeah. we'll happily put that in fucking with black people because that's where it would go
3: yes and then we'll,
1: we'll talk about it on the show Erica M says you all discussion on black people learning or not wanting to learn our history was so important. When the black history episode of blackish aired, my husband rushed to change the channel. So to, for fear that our seven year old son would see it. Oh, I cringed, but quickly regrouped. I asked my husband, why should we should hide or be ashamed of the truth? And we're in Texas. I know y'all heard all the horrible stories about how Texas loves to change textbooks. It's really sad that we have to unteach our children by providing the truth that should be told in our schools. Um, yeah you know eric i feel you um and and that is an interesting thing that we have with our children we have to pick a time where we have to inform our children not only that they are black but what that means in the society that if we're doing any if we're going to be responsible as parents as adults in these children's lives it's honestly negligent to not tell these kids like listen this is what this is what being black in america means come on this is why you need to know your history this is why because there's certain things you're going to pick up that if you just let the universe inform them and whiteness inform them your kids will be easily misled and they're going to be out here tweeting like kanye west come on uh Jorah May says hearing this oh wait were you gonna say something karen or no?
3: Oh and yeah, and the thing about Texas, Texas is the uh, the state of Texas is the largest school, like as far as children, they have like some of the largest, um uh, uh, like student populations in the country, and they actually influence the rest of the country. And so a lot of other states have been fighting against that because it was like, hey, a lot of the shit y'all pass is very ignorant. It's not progressive, <laughs> and y'all are racing textbooks, and the shit that y'all do affects the rest of the country.
1: Mm hmm uh georgia may georgia may says hearing this r kelly news on the heels of the smallville actors actually being arrested and charged for sex trafficking i.e everything r kelly has also done here in the u.s but to white women has me irate so now he's not worth defending after all this time i didn't even know you could be charged for manipulating adult women into having sex i thought r kelly's existence had debunked that notion i hate our justice system i really do um yeah, I definitely feel like because the w- victims of R. Kelly are black girls, there's Nobody. a lot less done. Yep, people don't care. You know, I, I still don't know how he won that trial. To this day, I don't, I don't understand it.
3: Did she did did she not testify? It's something I don't think she testified. I know, but
1: they have videotape evidence. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I just don't know how that happened. But like, I, I've read how, but I still, you, you ever. It's just hard to believe it's just hard to believe that he's not in prison somewhere nobody cared and nobody pushed it even after that people are still fans of his and even after that many of them being black women it's just very hard to it's hard for me to grasp that 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 all of that continues to happen um and yeah even with the smallville thing i have i didn't read the details of that yet so i don't know how long that went on Mm -hmm. i don't know Mm -hmm. anything but yeah i'm not surprised that you know victimizing white women is part of the reason that that motherfucker's in prison come on or going to you know got in jail but she's on bail already but yeah i'm not surprised and we'll see if she gets convicted like that's another thing people do a lot of times we measure stuff that's not the full process of the law you know like well oh at least they arrested her well r kelly technically was arrested he technically did have a trial and he won the trial let's see what happens to her i don't know because she can always hide behind i'm a white woman shit too and i wouldn't be surprised if at some point she pulls the like i was manipulated and i was just a pawn in the scheme mm-hmm. and i was scared for my life or whatever and maybe she'll be on the streets too you know <coughs> gothic intellect says hey guys just wanted to expand on your on a point you made this episode another podcast i listened to boring white guys talking about finance where they spoke about investment everyone thinks of investment as stocks and bonds when the resource can be an investment. Using your example, speaking at conventions without pay, is investing your time or paying your dues to put in, put you in a better position in the future. At the next convention, the organizers could recognize you or appreciate your efforts, so they promote you more or they keep you in mind to get a paycheck at the next event. Just by being there, a network opportunity could turn into a work opportunity. Essentially, it's the difference between a rich mindset versus a poor mindset. Poor minded people waste extra resources to have fun, while rich minded people will invest to create a better future. Nah, Sorry. I don't
3: agree with that, but go ahead. What you mean? Because a lot of thing about poor. When you say poor-minded people, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm associating that with poor people. And the thing is, a lot of poor people they don't have the option to do shit for free, and people have a tendency to forget that.
1: I think what they're saying is not poor people are like less mindful or whatever. I think okay. what they're saying is like the difference between um and maybe they just use the wrong terms or oh whatever. you just but, mean, you just
3: mean their mindset and the way that yeah, you think because you can be okay okay can, i'm with you it's on a, that it's then, a way of thinking
1: not a way of living but ah okay
3: okay you know it's
1: like if you had extra money and you did ha- finally have the time to reject to uh invest in yourself um you know and, and for the record i don't feel like i'm poor-minded or rich-minded i feel like i fluctuate between both because i like to have some fun with my extra money True. and shit too i'm about to go see infinity war for the second time today so it ain't exactly like everything i do is an investment but i i can understand that mentality of it's to me what they're saying is it just depends on how you look at it
3: correct and that i agree. you know what i
1: mean like if you look at it as they didn't pay me to go to this con i'm out of pocket i spent this mon- money on a flight in a hotel or whatever um then i can see how you would be like i don't like con i don't want to go to a con it doesn't do shit for me and if you don't pay me, I'm not showing up, right? Mm-hmm. But I could also see a way where someone could do like what we said, like, well, we made, we made some connections. We had a good time. We got right. to meet our fans. Mm-hmm. We, they paid for the flight in the hotel. Like they treated us well. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I'm okay with this. Now we made up our mind before we even left the house that we would be okay with that. Right. And it went as well. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, if, uh i could see another way of looking at it as being negative i mean i think in that example that's the only way i could correlate it because i don't think going to the cons necessarily poor mind versus poor a poor mentality versus a rich mentality i don't mm-hmm. uh mindset uh, yeah I just think but i think it's positive words, versus yeah. negative like how do you want to view it
3: right right and in, in my mind there's nothing wrong with either way because it's all an individual choice
1: i mean yeah like also i would not have a problem with someone who said i didn't want to go so i just right. didn't go correct the problem i have is the it's weird to me when people do shit and then go well i went i didn't get paid so fuck that thing and i'm like but you knew that going mm-hmm. in right they so didn't why, 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 right why do it if you weren't you know but of course with fan kind it was totally different people thought people anticipated getting paid and getting shit and that didn't happen
3: yeah and that's completely different because you were lied to an option of course right. was almost was basically stripped away from you
1: sorry for the long comment but this is an important concept that a lot of people miss. your inspiration thanks for your work and representation no problem And
3: thank you baby yeah
1: i definitely agree with the whole like um investing your time and paying dues yes. is definitely something that people overlook because it's like i didn't get paid the problem is with the gig economy and with um the way that so many creatives kind of from they kind of promote this idea of visibility to people by saying if i'll get you on my platform you'll be visible so work for free and a lot of people fall for that shit and they end up regretting it uh, because they're promised something they're never going to get which is that same attention and all this shit that, that the platform is giving you mm-hmm. and and honestly behind the scenes we've turned down a lot of opportunities from people who told us they were going to put us on something all we had to do was do some do a bunch of free work for them and then we would somehow magically get the attention at the end and we've said no to a lot of stuff because if i wouldn't do it for free why would i say yes I don't want to just turn around and regret that time later, right? All right, because time is money, and money is time. Eve says, I was an original backer for FanCon, and I plan to attend this weekend because I love going to cons, and I believed in their vision for an inclusive space for marginalized people. I retweeted posts to spread the word around this con, and I got excited as more things were announced. Now, I'm not out of a lot of money like some of the people who are intending to go. I'm a two-hour drive from Baltimore, and I plan on staying with a friend my tickets were basically uh i guess free since the original backer that being said it still doesn't lessen the frustration over this situation when it seems like people knew they were in financial straits long before they announced yep it sounds like they got in over their heads didn't have the heart to admit it, it also sounds like it was mismanaged due to gross incompetence either way that's fucked up especially the flippant question and answer response everyone wanted to be a co-funded uh, co-founder but no one knew how to handle who who to handle the finances Mm-hmm. either you're a liar or you're stupid neither is a good look uh, that's true too
3: and both you could be both.
1: yeah all that being said a lot of people had high takes on this situation one i one i take issue with is a podcast i listen to where the guy blamed it on the fans his exact words where that's the problem with black people that we expect they expect too much what they all just expected you promised too much how you i expected y'all to be able to put to do the event the people i think some people just want to
3: dissolve uh responsibility that like, i they like it's, yeah and 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 i've said it before i continue to say that i think you said it before just because you're black and you do something does not mean that the black community is obligated to support you and it does not mean the black community can't have fucking the same standards they would have for any fucking body else if they was to buy tickets to any other con they would have the same goddamn expectations as they had for you you promised me something you need to fucking deliver it i don't give a fuck that you black deliver what you said you was going to do or either don't make promises you can't keep
1: um yeah nigga we only we only expected what was promised Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Don't blame the fans who supported this from the beginning. Right. How you gonna take my money and then be like, damn, you got some high expectations? And the fucked up, fucked up part about that is these same black people would have come out of their pockets again if we were made aware of FanCon was having financial difficulties. Of I course. doubt, I doubt FanCon will be held at a later date. Too much trust has been broken. Who would even want to attend?
3: Correct.
1: Yeah. And that was the poll. Do you think Universal FanCon is, uh, still gonna happen? No karen says no let's see what you guys say in the chat uh yes it was just postponed seven percent so 93 percent thing is never gonna happen Mm -mm. miss ct says it's cowardice for the co-founders co-runners executives and whoever the fuck uh whoever the fuck's to bow out and simply claim that they were loosely associated with the event you big and bad when everything's going well but as soon as the ship starts sinking you point fingers get the fuck out of here i hope they get sued uh wasting literally hundreds of thousands of consumer dollars with nothing to show for it and then when the truth comes to light you aren't even owning up to uh, your lack of planning or overreach nah i hope they don't get any support from the masses because they have completely lost the public trust and i hope the individuals that spent their money to come to an event make the most of their time in the area because they at least deserve to have a bomb ass weekend
3: i think a lot of them are you have pop-up con and all other all other types of cons you have people that live in the areas that i like doing bar crawls doing meets and greets and things like that so because some people go i got to go regardless because i can't get my money back on my ticket and my shit is already planned out so a lot of people are going to be in the city regardless so there are that's one thing about the community the community is very very supportive so i do agree if they would have came out and but I, hey y'all we show it they'd have met that goal in tomorrow and still could have went and still could have did whatever it is they need to accomplish
1: episode 1666 the positive side of slavery we asked for comments mike in london says in america you get food to eat don't have to run through the jungle and scuff up your feet ready newman song he was being sarcastic uh just an update this from steven said just update on the story about the kansas firefighter who spit on the black child at hooters in kansas Mm -hmm. the guy's name is terrence jeremy Skeen. he initially suspended after he was initially suspended after being charged for this incident but apparently the fire department feels there was a rush to judgment and has reinstated him ain't that some ish i definitely feel a hundred percent fuck with behind this that's what they do anonymous says hey i hope i don't sound like a jerk and also i'm not trying to change how guests the race is played i just wanted to share that latinx isn't a race it's an ethnicity hence there are black uh black latinx asian latinx white latinx people obviously race is complex and dominant culture the whites uh created race to make a hierarchy with them on the top and everyone else below racial identity is further complicated because not every group of people who fits neatly into a racial category like arab and persian people Anyway, I wanted to voice this because I know a lot of Afro-Latinx people that both feel excluded from black culture and Latinx people, and Latinx culture. And when Rob mentioned, you know y'all New York motherfuckers got that weird, got them weird ass rules, y'all be letting people who not black say nigga and shit, which I understood is humor. It was. I got, it really stuck with me. It really struck me. Anyway, I really wanted to say that there are millions of people who are racially black and culturally Latino, uh even though they may not see themselves as black that has to do with the history of anti-blackness and specific to latin america yeah um honestly like we already know all that um i mean it's kind of like amara Lanegra on uh love of hip-hop miami um but like if amara le did some shit on guess the race you know i would be like latinx uh and some people would guess that but at the same time i mean yes you could say black yes you could say latinx you could say a lot of stuff but the ultimate part of, I guess, the race is the fun, right? And you know, it, it's not gonna fit neatly. We're not, you know, this isn't. We're not anthropology, uh, whatever. We're not trying to get everybody's like um, lineage and genealogy a hundred percent correct. And if it, ultimately, if it's a, if we can keep it fun and lighthearted and like that, then we can, can we can play it. But um, you know, I, I don't think we'll ever have a solution for this because race is not a very neat construct mm-hmm. in in the first place
3: right and things like that takes the quote-unquote fun out of guessing the race
1: yeah so you know we got these jokes and that's a segment that, that, that we that's
3: why we here we here for the jokes
1: and that's a segment that we dedicate to the jokes and whatnot and uh yeah so but i i definitely understand your point point. Oh, I, I, I
3: do too, it and, and and those are things that we can uh uh definitely understand and relate to but in the context of the game we're racist and and pe- you know you have to get it down to the bottom of that
1: yeah if we're i mean, i guess you should never really explain the joke but i'm gonna explain some anyway y'all um like to me the reason guess the race is funny is because it's a sarcastic commentary on race and racism and how stupid it is correct like it's not about being correct it's about the fact that we associate certain behaviors certain types of crime right with race it's about how race affects our world This this stupid concept right we are as corny as it is we are all human you know what i mean we are all one word race but then you know the world kind of breaks us into these fractions of factors or whatever um now i'm not a person that would fight against that, I think you know, obviously, race may be a social construct, but it affects my life, you Come know on. um so it's not so it's 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 not like I'm sitting around like it shouldn't matter. I'm just saying, let's have some fun with it. It shouldn't just only be used as a cudgel, it shouldn't only be used as some bullshit, and we all think it, and we all do it when we hear these news stories when we see stuff on t v That's why some of the stories aren't even crimes and shit. It's just mm-hmm. like a person bought a fluffy bunny and then returned it uh for for uh credit you know whatever like like,
0: white yeah
1: so we like we have these things so i mean you know part of what we're doing here is comedy and to be funny so right um you know if we started injecting that into guest the race then i feel like that segment would not be funny because i because honestly we could do that with every story it's not as simple as black and white it's Mm. not as simple as brown what if someone's biracial what if somebody's um white passing latinx what if somebody's uh you know um they're asian but they're actually um you know um southeast asian or something like that you know we you know we just kind of um you know we just kind of you know you can yeah. we just kind of yeah. do it like that so All it's right. you know i but i understand the point and, and uh but uh i guess in my opinion i would say you probably took that a lot more seriously right from that joke than than we did so
3: right and it's also um things where a lot of times people have these these because it's race race so people have these things and certain things kind of bring these things up and out and that's understandable but in the context of what we're doing like you say we're not trying to to, to find out to the t and do a dna test <laughs> we're just doing this in general
1: mm-hmm so um hannah says i'm being contrary but i think there's a way to make the good side of slavery assignment high like what slavery is really about in my classrooms the right answer would have been one good good for the masters they get to rape someone three times a day no matter no need to pay hookers yes see i don't want the kids doing that Two good I i don't think i don't think for kid fucking writes that on the good side of slavery I'm probably gonna have to get that kid a F and be like um that's not a good thing try
3: again try again baby
1: two good for farming you could clear large areas of land quickly when you could just work people to death and then buy new ones a lot faster than using horses three free labor means the US can sell products abroad abroad cheap uh compared to local products e.g. in England no trade deficit but of course that's not how they would do it yet I don't want anyone doing it that way <laughs> I mean, i don't want the third grader sitting around writing about rape and stuff i mean that sound like something miss smart would be okay with but god damn it <laughs> not me okay you
3: can't be doing this to the kids
1: just teach the children what it was really like and don't you know don't make them write down how it's good or bad because it's not good you know jennica says uh regarding the waffle house i mean imagine some little white boy wrote that shit down and was smiling you would be mad as hell Mm, you get to rape all that you want it's so good kill people break up their families Mm -mm -mm. i couldn't even think of the bad side Uh, janica says regarding the waffle house shooting i used to live two minutes from where this happened i moved two weeks before this happened a lot of people around here are trying to say that it isn't racially motivated well this happened in the suburbs of antioch Uh, which is now majority black and latino because hello gentrification right we've been pushed to the outskirts of nashville because there's no affordable living so this guy goes to this waffle house after a kappa party nearby that night and this ain't about race how and the man was within a mile of the place when he was found by a woman in the neighborhood and not the police like where were y'all looking this nigga was on foot sorry y'all i'm just heated from all these white people in my city i hear you janica me too and uh sorry that happened in your city man that's right. that's just that whole story was just fucked up and i heard that that waffle house is gonna donate the next month's of profits to like the families of those people although i'm like who's gonna show up to eat there but you know and i after think that's why like they
3: because people people have been fucking boycotting and shit and my thing is this
1: i mean but they not boycotting that waffle house we talking about the waffle house where the people got shot by the white boy oh not the one not the oh, other oh. waffle house
3: shit is too many motherfucking waffle houses
1: well, i've been saying that for years uh what is the positive side of slavery there is none or i can think of some i'll write them in below
2: 98
1: <laughs> percent said there is none two percent said i can think of some. i'll write in below
3: did they write any below
1: brooklyn shoobay says the only positive slavery is that some asshole has given me excuse to release my black rage by even suggesting that bull carolyn carolyn says positive side mediocre white people can pretend they're better than someone else homely white women can pretend they're sexually attractive to someone i don't see how those are positive sides <laughs> what is what do y'all do, do is, <laughs> I, is the poll today gonna be defined positive that's not positive <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with y'all man uh, and it was like it's, it's it's a
2: little bit
1: of sunshine in there no it's not what does that mean Good
2: grief
1: <laughs> um yeah so anyway um a safe space for white people was the next episode uh 1667 uh, i gotta wait for this page to load for some reason it's moving kind of slow uh but it was when we talked about that dude that had the class for white people for white men and uh, he was gonna teach him he was a white dude it was uh what else we talked about we talked about meek mill getting out of jail uh lauren hills going on tour so we'll see these comments um anonymous says what a twist you know the part of the show about the hooligans that killed the 22 year old black man by throwing a sandbag off a bridge in the train? first what a way to die i had to google the story second the teens that will not be going to jail but instead are going to a youth facility are black now that's interesting because the person in the chat at the time said they was white Hmm. what is the real truth I watched a clip of the courtroom footage and those arms are very brown. In another turn of events, there were several white teens in Michigan facing second degree murder charges for killing a white father of four by throwing rocks off of an interstate in the traffic. I don't know how I feel about any of this. Riding can, I'm incredibly pissed that these men were just riding down the street, mind their business, to kill because of stupid ass children.
3: Right.
0: At the
1: same time, I know that if these brown children go into the prison system, they never get out. I'm giving this a swift hundred. Raise your sons, people. Anyway i paused the show to leave this comment because you were both pondering on the race of the kids okay back to my favorite segment fuck it with black people love y'all cheeky hippie thank you cheeky hippie thank you todd mf says what's happening ken folk i didn't want shit i just i don't want shit. i just wanted y'all to know there's a cheddars in universities right off of 85 and what wt harris i wouldn't recommend it but it's, <laughs> but it's there off in the cut in case you wanted to write a distinguished yelp review of it i will see
3: never heard of Cheddar's, honey it ain't like that new damn shake shack that line was fucking long nigga
1: the shake shack Good line God. that shit was longer than the fancon refund line
3: that shit was wrapped. it was literally wrapped around the building like twice i was like what the fuck i was like what
1: is this somebody on twitter i said man i just drove by that and uh somebody on twitter was like yeah I-, I just went to the one in Charlotte. i waited 45 minutes i said hey man well next time you're in line can you text me tweet me and then i you can get me a burger i can pick it
2: up <laughs> right
3: so i ain't waiting
1: in that fucking line
3: Woo, we rode past that because it's brand new because we've heard people talk about it online but we've never had one and they just opened up one like we've been kind of spotting it out and i was like well it must be open
1: also mad divisive on twitter when i said that line was on people were like it ain't worth shit it's trash i don't know why they waiting the fries ain't shit the shakes is good Da da da! A whole bunch of diverse and other people. This is the greatest one. It's the best. That's because it's the best burger. I don't know. I need to try Man, just to, to find out where the fuck. Who right. telling the truth?
3: Maybe one day we'll try, honey. On the off time. I don't know when they gonna have off time. We
1: mm-hmm. have to stake out. I
3: don't know.
1: Brooklyn Shubay says, "Oh, I loved your riff on the white cop being racist because black people were calling him a cracker or some such thing." it reminded me of when i was a teen in the late 80s watching a very special episode about racism on 21 jump street in it one of the kids yelled gray boy as a racial slur towards a white undercover cop my grandmother who was in her late 50s at the time looked up from her newspaper laughed and said oh i ain't heard that one in a long time (laughs) gray boy yeah that's a good one
3: i've never heard of that one and (laughs) i've heard some being down south we hear a lot of old school slang
1: seriously what racial slurs are black people saying to white people to upset them right sincerely brooklyn shubay yeah it's white people want not be oppressed so bad tiffany says hey karen and rod listening to this episode you all take on the class uh, on this class for clear folks to educate themselves change my initial thoughts on it and for that i'm grateful and it also made me think of an app that my very own cousin has developed for instances uh, as such The app is called aama anonymously ask a minority anything i i'm a terrible relative because i haven't even downloaded it but (laughs) hearing y'all discuss this space made me think about it i definitely feel y'all when you say you wouldn't want to be the person to talk with them about this Mm -hmm. but it definitely needs to happen Mm -hmm. if and only if you have a chance to check it out. I apologize if this comes off as a plug. It's, it's not. And pass it along to these ignorant sons of bitches in their places of privilege. <laughs> because somebody has to teach them. And I, like that 911 operator says, I ain't got the time for that. <laughs>
3: Hang up the phone.
1: LOL. Stay blessed. And when y'all come to Houston, please let it be known. I've got a great brunch spot to take y'all to, Tiffany. <laughs> no, Thank you, we Tiffany. We'll
3: look if we ever make it out there, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. H-Town. Uh, Michelle writes in, um, rod and karen i recently found out the singer jeffrey osborne popular in the 80s is a vegan now and highly recommends drinking alkaline water oh uh are y'all trying to accuse jeffrey osborne of being a hotel i hope not i hope i hope that's not i mean look tom brady on that alkaline water shit too so is gwyneth paltrow so i mean maybe it doesn't mean you're a hotel i mean but i don't know them hotels is on that shit too so i don't know that's that's horrible news that's the only thoughts yeah, i have right uh, but i hope he's doing well and i hope he's not out here saying problematic things i don't I don't mind him drinking alkaline water if it doesn't come with a side of like him being like my black queens i'm gonna need y'all Please don't do that you know what i mean uh, other than that i'm good so Um, Ev says, "I suppose a safe safe space for white men is well intentioned. It's basically what Tim Wise has been doing for years." Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's what I hear. Like, I don't really follow. Like, that's the thing. (laughs) There's white people that do these this stuff, and honestly, I don't have a problem with those white people. I think a Mm -hmm. lot of times, people that do have a problem with white people a lot of it does stem from jealousy
3: right They're like, and, I'm, I'm just mad you ain't listening to niggas saying the same goddamn thing right and
1: resentment right but that's more of a problem with whiteness than those specific people because <laughs> if it wasn't them and it was only black people allowed to talk about it then it would just be a bunch of white people ignoring those black people come on it's just it just sucks it sucks that life is that way but that's my the human experience i've experienced is this people being like well learn this thing from this black person no i'm racist and i refuse and then some white person says the same thing and they're like oh that makes perfect sense now i'll go listen to black people and i'm like well you could have skipped the middleman and went straight to the source but there's something about that some about racism is so stupid you you really do need to funnel it through like this lens of whiteness yes you do or it won't happen you know it's so it's so it sucks and i and i do i do understand the resentment there but uh-huh. at the same time i'm glad this dude's teaching this class because my black ass ain't never gonna do it
2: uh-uh. and a lot of these
1: white dudes ain't never gonna show up for a class um led by black people unless um they went to that white one first correct uh white the white man anti-racism class good idea bad idea or meh. 37 percent says a good idea 11 percent say bad idea and 53 percent meh mm uh mike and london says maybe it's the same as when we work with the male perpetrators of domestic violence and abuse against their partners it has to be an all-male group of perps they learn together it wouldn't work if we had victims in the room with them and if you're going to change them the class uh cannot be about punishing them you can only do one of those two things at a time they may have already been punished under the law or they may be attending voluntarily but the class is about educating their attitudes to women and violence not about punishing them i guess maybe this is a similar perpetrators of racism class I thought your discussion on the white man class is really good and balanced thanks mike and yeah that's kind of my point is if imagine a woman who had been assaulted or something was in that room listening to those guys give their perspective and then and uh, you know and then be challenged on it i can imagine a lot of women being like i one this is a traumatic situation for me now your education is coming at my expense which many people i've it has been a complaint i've seen on the internet a lot of places we don't want to feel the negative side of you getting to be a better person learning from us. Right. So that, so, and which I understand then let's say that I I was up to the task, quote unquote. and I'm a victim of these things and I do want to educate people. Um, they may not receive it from me in the way that they would from another male, you know, or, or something like that, you know, someone or someone who's been through it before. Like there's also that part of it. There's a I think what it is to me is and this is just the way my mind works, there's a lot of paths to the same goal.
2: Yeah.
3: Don't care how you get there, just get to the goal.
1: I care that I do care that there's access to the past because I the goal is more important than my ego, in my opinion. So I don't you know, it's kind of the way I view podcasting, where it's like I might not like the way another show does their thing, I might not like their show, I might not listen to their show. But let's say that um via them someone was able to uh find out more about um um you know black culture or something or they were able to um to to learn more about their history or something then i'm good with that me too i can't you know that's some control freak shit that it can only happen one way because everybody ain't gonna listen to the same people um mrs ct says mike in london brings up a good point, and i appreciate that this white man uh is self-aware and acknowledges his privilege and wants to use it for good i just feel a way about a white man feeling like they are woke enough to speak on my behalf he may not be able to sympathize with the person or, or of minority but he will never be able to empathize and place himself in our shoes i just feel like um um i just feel like uh in this day and age people should be able to adapt with the ties and learn as they go Black people don't have the luxury of separating themselves from the world as a measure of self-protection, so why should we tolerate a white-only space? I don't know, man. I'm torn, but I'm leaning towards a no, bruh. Yeah, I hear you, but then the, to me, I guess the way I view it is, then it just, they don't learn, and they don't, like, I think, I think there's this alternative that people are presenting of like, well, if they won't learn from this guy, they'll just pick it up as they go, and I don't Mm -hmm. think people, are recognizing the installation of whiteness maybe let me put it this way as a man as a man right men will come up to me sometimes and be like because i listen to your podcast it taught me how to be a better ally or i learned to love women differently or now me and my wife we we have a different type of relationship than before i used to listen to a show and now and they'll thank me and shit like that and it it is weird feeling it is weird because i've never set out to do that with the show that's not a
3: double your purpose yeah i've
1: never got on the mic and been like i'm gonna teach these men how to like it's just that's if you knew me, you would know how anti my, that my entire being, the idea of mentoring or teaching men anything, teaching people anything is kind of like not in my wheelhouse necessarily, but I am glad that that if that's a byproduct unintentionally or whatever, I'm super glad because I don't know where else they were going to get it. Cause if they were waiting on, if they were, if it got down to my podcast. Me and Karen's podcast. If it got down to this, and that was the thing that helped you, I don't know how many other things you walked by and went, I don't need to learn that. But what I do know as a man in America, as a black man in America, is how insulated I can be in my misogyny, in my homophobia, in my transphobia, in my xenophobia. You can be so insulated. And maybe it's hard for people outside of that insulation to imagine. It is. But it feels like since people outside of it deal with the consequences of this isolation oh my god i just answered my own question Mm -hmm. so you know how i was saying the other day how how racist people don't never get tired of being racist right that's the answer is the insulation the insulation allows you to not to not be fatigued because you're not it's not an experience for you right it's just a way of life it's a disconnection right so that's to me is the same thing like as a man if i decide to navigate my life in a way where i when i play basketball i'm always talking about bitches this bitches that Did you see this hoe look at this bitch up here on this thing oh look at that ass no man that i know of for the most part no man would ever stop to correct me unless i was talking about his daughter or some family member he would never stop to say hey man that's kind of fucked up right you know i've been in rooms where people have said something and i feel like the weirdo to be like all right i guess i'm gonna have to be the one to say that's kind of weird what's funny is a lot of times when i say that's kind of weird or whatever people will then start to be like yeah i did think that was kind of weird what was he talking about why would you say that you know and especially when i'm making jokes or mocking somebody then a lot of times people will be like well no, i'm on his side He's funny you know but the point the point of the matter is whiteness i assume operates a lot like 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 you know cishet maleness mm-hmm. if i don't want to learn and i'm not
3: required to i
1: and, and 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 there is no um place where i'm attracted to go to learn i just won't right you know and it won't be of any real consequence to me to not learn like mm-hmm. it, i only make other people's lives worse that, by not knowing i don't really make my life better or worse by knowing but i do make other people's lives worse by being a piece of shit an unrepentant piece of shit so um i guess to me those are the alternatives it's not a other alternative out here where like and they'll learn as they go why would they ever want to learn as they go if you know i don't see it that way i see it as like the people that want to learn but may be scared or whatever the fuck they need a space to go learn where they might be scared and it might not be around us
3: right and for the fact that they have the willingness to learn is something else and you can't beat them off because like you said niggas is like i don't want to teach you lgbtq i don't want okay y'all don't want it okay we're not requiring you to teach then who wants to teach them we don't want the white folks to teach them but then how the fuck are they gonna learn
1: yeah i mean i feel i feel very compelled to say this is a thing that is needed in society it is you know i just don't i don't think it's the kind of thing we can just go yeah, well, let's just keep going the way it is. I, if we agree, problem. if we, if you're listening to this and you agree that racism is not for black people to fix, and we're constantly calling on white people to get your own, educate your own, teach your own, control your own, this is your problem, y'all got all the power and y'all the ones saying this bullshit, then I feel like it's imperative that they, that they do it so this guy's doing it i'm saying you got to pat him on the back but mm-hmm. like go like yes go do that shit i want to do it but that's my feeling you know and, and and if there's a white podcast right now that educates white people on how not to be racist and be better allies and all this shit and let's say they rise to prominence they become the biggest podcast of all time there would be a lot of black podcasts that would resent them and i relate to the idea of feeling away about it because it's the horrible unfairness of white supremacy that only a white podcast would be the one that would get the spotlight, you know, for doing the same work that many black people have done. I would understand that. And I wouldn't begrudge anyone for feeling that way. But my personal conviction would be like, I'm still glad that they fucking exist to do that because make better white people. Like we don't, it's not really up to us to do that. And i damn sure I'm not going to spend my fucking time doing that shit. It's just, it's thankless. For one.
3: Yes it is.
1: And nobody even agrees on which way to do it. So I, I mean, like, what's the point? And if you get paid off of it, motherfuckers really hate you. It's just no fucking point to it. Alright, last one, uh, Poop Train, episode 1668. We cover it all here at the Blackout Tips. All of it. Lama Lama Time says, being Carson and people like him are cruel i work at a housing non-profit the story tenants share make me fucking it. because if systems were better the scenarios people call in about would be improved we run a renter's rights hotline renters um were were oh well renters call in to ask questions uh we primarily serve those who are low income disabled of color and immigrants slash refugees callers generally work two or more jobs if they receive rental subsidies they are so minimal like two people living off of 790 dollars a month the fuck uh portland is gentrifying quickly and since landlords tend to be assholes drunk off of power time and time again marginalized people are exploited poor people are living in rat infested moldy abesto's buildings yeah, see, that's the other thing a lot of these places that have like the government housing shit they basically use look at it like privatized business like the less i spend the more people i get in here the more money i make come on like you know it's not always a good thing same thing with foster homes like sometimes it's good but sometimes it's just money to people um and ben and i mean it's one of the problems with capitalism we look at so much things as just money that we don't treat people as humans and ben carson and many people like him think the answer is to make struggling people pay more also many people living with disabilities don't report it because they don't want to deal with the stigma of receiving government aid fuck off ben uh Bamil 73 says well shit the black galatist podcast regularly discusses rarefied impression shit of all time uh all the time social justice causes historical blackness lgbtqia issues political intrigue international diplomacy beyonce ism but rarely do y'all talk about the shit i do for a living i work in a wastewater in wastewater and i was more than a little excited when you guys talked about the poop train not that anyone asked and no one really asked ever but let me dispel some misconceptions about the poop train okay break it down brother i know right what was in the train from new york was not technically poop but dried solids or sludge that is produced after wastewater has been treated when shit flows from toilets into sewage plant, into the sewage plant wastewater treatment basically separates the liquids from the solids the process uses bacteria to break down the liquids even further to extract as much as of the solids from the stream. The solids are then digested in a process that generates methane, which is usually reused in the treatment plant and placed of natural gas, and more inert solids. These solids are then dewatered in a centrifuge, which is basically like a washing machine tumble cycle on meth. Um, what you are left with is a black, crumbly, mostly inert solid known as biosolid, which can be used as topsoil. Uh, i say mostly inert because there's a classification system that determines where these biosolids can be disposed of or reused depending on the type of treatment up front this stuff is good for landfills because it can generate the land it can regenerate the land and bring it back to a more natural state new york city with its high population density probably does not have the land space in close proximity to spread these biosolids objectively speak speaking the odor obviously uh usually has a more earthy tone than to it than raw shit but tell people that they are looking at the byproduct of treatment of human waste and they will smell shit a meal all right man well they couldn't uh play them games outside so i'm gonna go with the noses of the people that live there i know this is your industry i'm not trying to knock your expertise i'm gonna go them nose hairs was singin yeah maybe uh maybe it rained maybe it <laughs> sat too long i don't know bruh maybe the heat got to it you know maybe maybe you know maybe it's like that for breeze commercial you work around it so much you don't to smell it no more i don't know you <laughs> but it sounded like that town was suffering and i guarantee them was some black people uh EVE oh says i believe that a bad boss will make you sick my boss stressed me out so bad i went into premature labor mm. shit i can imagine no i mean i don't think fetched at all Mm-mm. uh the poll was have you ever dealt with a racist dress code while going out yes or no 47 percent yes 53 percent no surprise but then again we did have that time where you guys said y'all don't leave the house Oh Nick, we got some comments. Lamar says, "I voted no, but I don't go out." See, I knew it. Stay out of my poll. Next time, I gotta put. (laughs) If you don't go out, leave. Stay out the poll. I really gotta put that. I really, y'all gotta fuck up my science. (laughs) Raven, uh, I mean, didn't even ask when while going out, while going out, you should have just not voted, Lamar. Why would you do this to me, man? Another option. I've shown you nothing but love, and you would just fuck up my whole scientific process you guys raven says bouncers almost didn't let me go into a lounge because i was wearing jeans and a white baby t-shirt the only reason i was eventually let in is because i texted my white sister-in-law with, that it was happening she got there first and was waiting for me so she came outside to get me and was wearing pretty much the same thing i had on she snapped at the bouncers told them to let me in and they did shout out to uh white women using that privilege for good come on okay she went out there and gave spoke to a manager and fixed everything rockstar leaves a long ass comment let's do this story i'm from la and my friends and i have experienced racism for what we warned since about junior high school there are numerous occasions that i can speak on but i will only mention some of my faves faves <laughs> right i used to stay about an hour from six flags magic mountain and had season passes since junior high my 10th grade year i went to six flags a week before my birthday i walked to the metal through the metal detectors nothing happened i pulled out of the crowd for random questioning dumb questions like why am i wearing a certain color why did i come to the park how did you get here etc etc they let me in the park and i had no incidents for the rest of the day but of course i was salty before the racist treatment i go back the next week on my birthday this time they take me out of my group they lead me to a door tell me to open it and i'm saying i'm not opening shit the door says employees only you're not about to say that i tried to enter an unauthorized area and then try to arrest me i didn't know what to expect because they wouldn't let anyone from my group come with me they open the door one officer walks in then i follow then i follow the remaining cops behind me keep in mind there are five cops and me in this dimly lit room they pull out a pen and pad to try to grill me with questions asking what gang are you in why do you have a do-rag on do you have any tattoos they keep going back to me being from a gang they said if you don't take off your shirt to verify that you don't have any tattoos uh you won't be able to come in the park just to go to fucking six flags we will be arrested oh,
3: at yeah, in california
1: we will be arrested immediately after this um was said i smiled and took out the shirt for two reasons i didn't want to inconvenience any everybody and i was with i was with and two i knew i had a lawsuit six flags had a big problem in the late 90s early 2000 racial profiling i joined a class action lawsuit and collected about three thousand no, no dollars i didn't get harassed like some of the others so i don't um i didn't get as big of a play uh payout shit that's still um super uh fucked right. up over
3: colors Right, but yeah, you got to think, probably with the blood and the crypts and shit like that. But let people just come into your fucking park.
1: Yeah, I mean, like at that point, what what are you really? You know, at that point, I guess it's like, what are you really saying? You know what I mean? Like, did you walk in there? Was that the thing you walked in there and they could just kill you, yeah. they could just Don't feel it coming out for you? It.
2: But no one's worth good. This, this,
0: but Walked in there like this. The the yeah.
1: Yeah. The yeah. yeah, yeah, niggas, go do some. Get on these motherfucking roller coasters, bitch. Like crypt walking and shit. <laughs> Listen up, bud. We about to get on these motherfucking. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Like L.A. niggas to me sound like uh, the West Coast niggas sound like down south niggas to me. We all sound the same. <laughs> we we all sound the same. <laughs> Just a little different, but we all sound the same. Buster. Uh, anyway uh if that's how you walked in i understand nah,
3: if the music if, if you had all theme
1: music you had a throwback red bulls jersey even though you from la and you walked in and all the hair was i wish a nigga would i wish a ah. nigga would oh pull him to the that side that
3: right there don't you hear that music
1: we got questions we got questions uh one time my buddies and i went out to a sports bar and a friend got denied entry for having a broncos jersey on he Took that off and real a white t-shirt and they said no white t-shirts. Someone had another shirt in the car. And finally, we were let in. You're asking why did we go back? You say let's just say a lot of ladies that there was a lot of ladies that could be having our babies. <laughs> dicks is the enemy, man.
3: <laughs> they niggas, ain't your friend.
1: Y'all niggas lost our self-respect for some dicks.
3: I deal with some racism if they give me some pussy.
1: Oh man, black men be making that choice for their whole lives, ain't they? Oh my god. Then
3: they get older, but like pussy ain't that important.
1: Mmm, not always. A lot of them still out there on the sunken place. Lastly, well, my I best. I hope they
3: come out of that place because I mean, yeah. if you can get pussy from anywhere, it ain't it ain't that important.
1: Out here dealing with that sism.
3: ain't worth getting shot nine, folk Believe you me, it's plenty of pussy in the sea.
1: I'm the pappy. Lastly, my best friend had called ahead of the club named led due to the reserved tables and bottles for his birthday side note we're not new to this club the club is located at hollywood boulevard and cops are always nearby on the weekends i never quite liked this club because it seemed like they always had a quota on how many black people could come in well i don't want to have a spoiler alert on this but let me tell you something they probably did correct <laughs> better get there early we would get we get in the club the doorman says my friend is addressed correctly and denied us entry The cold part is we were dressed like every other cracker walking up to the building in L.A. You can pretty much wear what you want to wear no matter where you are as long as you pay to play. Um, I've been to plenty of places or you slide the doorman a little something extra and you keep pushing long story short the police walked up the doorman says we have to leave he doesn't give us a clear reason why my friend gets loud due to this this, the bullshit happened on his birthday the cops didn't like how my friend was talking to them they pulled out their stun guns and tell my friend not to take one step further or they will use a stun gun he took a step they used the stun guns i had to wait in hollywood for the rest of the night While my buddy went to the hospital and got stun gun hooks removed and got booked and processed, the crazy thing is the situation could have ended much worse. Based on today's interactions with the cops, more of the story. Don't celebrate birthdays in public while in LA. Keep up the great work, Ryder. care damn, you got some stories, homie. And I'm sorry to happen, your friend, and sorry to happen to you. Survived
3: all them situations, baby.
1: Real talk. uh We did get some voicemails. Let me uh see if I can play these bad boys. Then we got three.
0: Rod and Karen, let me tell you something. This is Kiara. Um, you know I usually leave messages on the website or something, but I had to call in because I was not prepared for the Taylor Swift nonsense that happened on my phone via the Bluetooth speaker. Let me tell you something, Rod, because I know you picked that shit out. It wasn't even Karen because Karen didn't want to hear it. No, so, Rod, I do. not. So, Rod, let me tell you something. You need to prepare us before you put some bullshit like that on the speakers. Like, we're not ready. We're ready for these other average white people to come out here and sing some shit that's horrible without production and money and all of that. But what we are not prepared for is Taylor Swift to be on our phones. Now listen here, next time, let there not be a next time, but next time, could you send a warning flag? Could you send a, a Batmobile? Send a pigeon with a note rolled up in the mouth. Do something, because we we can't we can't handle it. Okay. Now I got some notes on day, um, but I'm gonna go ahead and save that for the the web. So I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Peace. All
1: right. Well. Do you remember? I cannot. The 28th night
2: of September. Though was changing the minds of pretenders. Boo! Boo. In Boo! Boo! Our hearts were ringing in the key that our souls were singing. Boo!
0: As we danced in them night,
2: remember how the stars stole them night away.
1: Here comes that part, everybody sing along. Ha, ha,
2: fire. Say
1: that you remember, ha-dee-ah, dancing in September, ha ah never was a cloudy day. Ooh. I run these streets, okay? I Ooh. run these covers. Don't you ever call up here and tell me what to play on my show, okay? I'm the one behind the keyboard. Now, if y'all want to play nice, we can play nice. But if it's gonna be some threats up here, (laughs) then it's gonna be more of
2: this.
1: (laughs) I have an unlimited, inexhaustible supply of white people because they can't (laughs) stop stealing our shit. Okay, (laughs) at any time I can hit that button. So let's let's keep it, let's keep it cordial. Okay, keep it cute. We don't need no program directors up here. Okay. Who to you? You also too? You also okay? you, talk love. Remember
2: blue.
1: There's a repeat button right here.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, we can we can move on when you ready. Now, I can do this all day. No, no. Okay. All right. Next voicemail can't believe the nerve of these people. I don't know which one of these is first.
3: Unseasoned ass music.
1: I guess the one at the top is first. Alright, we'll see.
2: Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Iman. Um, So, I was riding the high of seeing Avengers and Infinity War, but then it's just like bullshit just keeps happening, and I just want to say that I really appreciate you guys for not Like when a story, a hot story comes out that you guys don't always jump on it right away and you wait until some more facts come out or you don't hit the story just like with pure emotion. Because, like, I was upset earlier this week after they said, you know, they announced Bill Cosby was charged or found guilty, and I was happy about that. And then my cousins in my family text group, they're like, oh, Bill Bilkozzi, he's been charged. And I was like, thumbs up. And then it just like went downhill from there. They're like, oh, and they were like spelling all this old bullshit that was already found not to be true. And I was like, Mm -hmm. are y'all, I was like, what? What is happening here? And then I just told them all that I was really, really disappointed in them. And then, you know, we were going back and forth, and they're like, "We'll just agree to disagree," just so like the argument would stop. And I was like, "How are you gonna agree to disagree about facts? I was like, <laughs> "Y'all are starting stuff about emotion. I'm giving you the facts." And then my mom jumped in, like earlier in the conversation, I was really disappointed in her. Mm-hmm. And then I t- had to talk with her face to face. I was like, "Mom, did you even read any of the the articles about what's?" What's going on with Bill Cosby? She's like, oh, not really. I was like, and then I was like, well, why would you even say that if you don't know all the facts? But and then my brother sent me something just
1: now. Oh, uh, oh, got cut off. All right, they, they, uh, she left another one too. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for this long
2: message, you guys. It just it just brings back all the memories, because I got really mad at my mom it was like, we have cousins in our family who were abused when they were kids, and their moms didn't believe them, and it doesn't matter when these women came forward, was like no one would have believed them then, and no one wants to believe them now, even after, you know, he's been found guilty, and it just brought that all back up in my mind, and one of my cousins is dead because of it, because it just drove her down. And I just so mm-hmm. I, I don't really want to say thank you guys. So
1: I'm gonna go to... Well, first of all, Rob, thank you for calling. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I'm sorry that happened to you. All um right. and one of the things I think this week with Bill Cosby being convicted, um one of the things that I've seen it's been super frustrating because on the one hand, um, obviously um hes he should have been convicted. He was able to rape people for sixty years with with reckless abandon and no consequences other than you know paying people off to be silent and strategically doing things to uh basically to impugn the credibility of the people that he victimized um he also exists in this world where and and this may just be the way I grew up. it just may be the way I view the world um but with a lot of black people they there's this almost cult like worship of this dude that i I don't think i'll ever be able to relate to i me couldn't relate either. to it when he was on tv uh-uh. i i always i i, I don't want to i'm not trying to insult people but like i've always found the people who say shit like well bill Cosby raised me and he was a role model for me and it's like he was my dad i've always found it to be like the most loserish possible fucking shit you can say like i would like i don't know how you can say that about anyone it's not like we say that about carl winslow we're not like when he saved eddie from that pool hall he saved me you know what i mean like we never have like no one's ever been like uncle phil raised me in america it's only bill Cosby that somehow gets this loyalty this this undying loyalty from some black people and in the face of 50 60 victims you're gonna tell me even if one of them was telling the truth you 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 should immediately be like yeah this dude should go to jail that's the end of it but i've there's been this weird like loyalty to him in a way that even the people that um say stuff like dl hewley this week tweeted something like uh so harvey Wine or uh, like you know so B- bill Cosby going to jail he's convicted of rape <clears throat> but you got a rapist in the white house and uh, he the president and i'm like but what side of that are you trying to make the point towards because bill Cosby is the absolute wrong person to pull the racism in america got this guy card it's just if it wasn't for racism they they should like like that like the right side of this is they should be free or not penalized or whatever and it never comes off like an indictment of whiteness which is how these people purport to say it i watch his mentions as many many women were like no what are you doing dl this is not the right way to make this argument mm-hmm. and of course he's arguing back and forth with them because that's that pride that's that white black male privilege which niggas hate to hear me say but that's that black male privilege of not know I'm, I don't have to reply to y'all women, y'all don't understand. I'm really just talking about race. Here y'all go picking gender over race again, you know, that shit. Um, and then in the other uh, you know, those are some of the people I saw take exception with it. The people I saw co sign it. There were women, there were men, all of them black, all of them convinced this is some type of conspiracy against this dude, uh, that he's suffering the brunt of racial politics or something as opposed to the literal justice system that he deserves a a a, a justice system that he fought tooth and nail with his money so that he could avoid any level of penalty until he was 80 something years old or whatever the fuck like i i if there's a person to be upset with in this shit it should be bill cosby you know like cliff huxwell's not real Mm -mm. so if you got somebody be mad at it should be bill cosby if you're that on that side of the fence of i'm mad that he got convicted wouldn't be mad at him because he couldn't put his fucking dick in his pants as mr morals a fucking hypocrite as mr y'all this was wrong with the black community this is what's wrong with with everybody but me and y'all need to handle y'all business this way you know but he also um you know um discouraged his own daughter from um uh reporting her rape against uh mike tyson Like this dude is not he's not a good person you know and i feel very comfortable saying that he's not a good person he's a person that covered himself in charity who covered himself in uh having a certain image out there he's meticulous with crafting his image but that don't make him a good person you know like he's able to present this and i know the escapism of the cosby show is alluring to blackness because especially during a time where we're told you're 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 crackheads you're you're not educated you're this he allowed us a space of pure black fantasy where there were no problems with racism where there were no problem no real lasting problems that lasted beyond a 25 minute episode of a show there were no true problems no one ever got like um you know anything that happened that was kind of like sounded a little shady they found a way to make it seem not shady right you know people didn't just pop up pregnant on there if that happened it happened to someone outside the family and we brought them in to help them or something but it never was like this is a problem in our community nobody ever got hiv nobody ever mm. nobody ever, uh, uh you know dropped out of yeah like it was just a lot of you know it was very it was a very positive thing and it was escapism and that there's nothing wrong with escapism everything don't need to be good times correct but then the clinging to this by adults you're 40 years old you're 30 you're 50 you're 60 years old you ain't found another fucking real human being role model at this point we must protect this person at all costs not to mention some of the women he sexually assaulted were black so fuck them right it's just it's infuriating it's and i guess living in my small bubble it feels like well everybody understands but yeah when you go outside that bubble you realize more and more like you know you talk to people you like you said your own family and you're just like oh y'all are crazy
3: and yeah you don't read you don't know everything you just blinded i'm going to support him blindly and a lot of people like Bill other people use blackness as a shield to hide themselves behind
1: yeah that's the thing that kills me is when someone does something egregious and even to their own people and yet they can turn around and be like well i'm a black person and then the rest of the and then a bunch of people will get in formation like oh you know what man we got to protect this black person and i'm like what this rich black man who literally would not piss on you if you were on fire because he normally does not fuck with y'all type of blackness anyway you know you got black people that say nigga defending bill Cosby. bill Cosby would hate you bill cosby thinks you're the problem with black people but but a lot of this goes to the anti blackness we absorb a lot of us believe even as we do these things that we are holding black people back and we're part of the problem and bill cosby gives that kind of moral certainty to that point of view as a black person you 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 look at him as a father figure only because you see fatherhood as a judgmental um uh overbearing presence and he's filled that lane for a lot of people so it's like yeah i should pull my pants up i shouldn't be rapping i shouldn't be saying the the n-word and this man agrees with those things and that's what an old black man should think and you you lionize this dude but bill Koski ain't raised you you know so i I don't know man i I'm, i'm sorry that happened to you i'm sometimes i think about how fortunate i am to have the family i have to have one that i can sit down and talk to and my dad has never tried to defend bill Cosby. i don't know if he did it or not like my dad was like yeah he probably did that shit um you know i still remember with clarence thomas my dad was like he did that shit to anita hill like I, I that's a very rarefied thing to happen from a black male father figure to a black child a black male son in america because we normally do hide behind that fucking patriarchy hide behind misogyny and we protect black men at all costs that's the whole point of blackness to a lot of people is how do we protect black men first and foremost at all costs everybody else take second y'all got second okay so it was so you know when when maybe that's the reason i don't worship that nigga or whatever because i'm like i gotta i i have a hero i have heroes in my life they they raised me you know what i mean like i don't have these i don't need i didn't need a surrogate hero in my life from a fucking tv show who will never meet me never know me there's no lesson he could impart on the tv show that would stick with me forever because that's not how this fucking works you know what i mean like he ain't been to no pta meetings and you talking about how he raised you it's crazy no what raised you is the illusion of black perfectionism and escapism that's what raised you a lawyer and a doctor a lawyer a lawyer that never went to work you know what I mean? <laughs> like a, like, like just that it gave you a chance to be like, look at these black people that honestly, if we really want to be, uh, true about it, look at these respectable black people. Look at these black people that even white people would have to respect. Right. That's what he gave us. And I don't mean to demean what the fuck he, you know, has done for folks. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean to demean that shit, but. If it's at the cost of y'all defending a rapist, you're no better than the people that go to these R. Kelly concerts and go, but he good and defend him, right? Them little girls led him on. You're no better than those people to me. <clears throat> and if, and if the only point you have after this conviction is to tell me, well, uh, Harvey Weinstein ain't been convicted yet. Yet, nigga, it's still happening. Like, let them get the same 50 year head start they got on fucking Cosby. They are gonna get his ass too. Mm-hmm. Let, uh, Pulaski can't come back to the fucking country let him step a foot in america and see if it's if, if it's just different for him, him rest his
3: ass immediately.
1: you know like it's a lot of people that selectively cherry pick what the fuck is happening but all these motherfuckers can go to jail for, as far as i'm concerned now are you down with that or are you not that's the point because if the other side of this is we need to let bill cosby be free because some white people have gotten away with some shit then you ain't worth a damn either you can get the fuck out of my face are you talking about a fucking rapist of a, a, a serial rapist you're not even talking about like uh, honestly like if you told me like uh so-and-so was a jewelry thief i'd probably be like i mean look motherfuckers be stealing i don't know what to tell you i'm glad it wasn't my rings you know what i mean like <laughs> there's some shit i can get what you want being like i get it the moral co-. so-and-so sold a lot of weed uh you know what fuck it man i that shit ain't no problem i mean ain't kill nobody it's supposed to weed. but y'all talking about fucking rape dog and i'm supposed to just be like yeah as a black man i gotta support this black rapist nigga he don't support me on any level anyway i know he don't fuck with what we do and you know the most hypocritical telltale sign of that motherfucker not being a word for goddamn is when he started signing people like Charlemagne for telling like when Charlemagne would come out and say like i don't know how uh you know if he did it or whatever and he'd be like thank you brother Charlemagne, and our family thanks you and i'm like you hate everything this nigga stands for what are you talking about but now that y'all can hide behind rape together y'all y'all got strange bedfellows huh me i know Charlemagne wouldn't allow a woman he knows to take a drink around this motherfucker get the fuck out of my face man we have enabled uh the whole community is enabling this dude when we when we do shit like this like when we sit up there and don't take it to task because that's my black hero we are enabling not just him but the rest of the community because there's a lot of men who take their key from the fact their cue from the fact that many people would offend bill kazi and they go you know what yeah rape isn't that bad i mean as long as you give back to the community and shit i mean really these bitches shouldn't have been down his house all these stupid excuses people have these women ugly you think he raped them and shit like that like it's just is 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 inexcusable i'm glad he got convicted I hope he goes to jail. I hope he dies in there and I'll dance a fucking jig when it happens. Cause fuck him. And that's all, that's all it should be to it, man. It's a tragedy what happened, but it's even more tragic that he's able to hide behind a veneer of blackness. That is so fucking insulting. And if motherfuckers would wake the fuck up, they would see how insulting it is to be able to hide behind that while damaging people so harshly. You shouldn't be able to do that. You know, like I was seeing that shit when, um, for the fan con file out. Now motherfuckers are writing a, well, she's a black woman. Jamie's a black woman. I mean, you, a lot of this is about that. And I'm like, you shouldn't be able to take people's money and be like, I don't know where the fuck the money is. And then turn around and be like, Hey man, I'm black. So uh, you can't really blame me. It should not work like that. You know, that's no better than what the fuck white people do. It's no fucking better. It's the same goddamn thing, man. I'm white. These things shouldn't apply to me you know that's not fairness either so i i don't want to imitate fucking what white people do as a means of black protectionism that's not what the fuck i that's not what i believe in but obviously I, I don't know how many people agree with me you know what i mean there's a lot of people out there that right now if i said something about kazi they'd be in my mentions tell it Some some woman got upset on my twitter because i i said something about kazi and she was like really you're still saying the n-word in 2018 i said you're defending a rapist in 2018 nigga yes i'm saying the n-word get the fuck out of my face i ain't never raped nobody get the fuck out of my face what are you talking about like what's wrong with people you know because he black nigga i'm black defend that now so i guess they offset each other i gave him my hbcu too i guess we offset each other i guess i get to say it fuck him and i'm sorry I, now i got mad I and mean, i'm sorry they they did that to you um mm-hmm. so um uh we got emails we got emails let me get to these uh 53 percent haircut this is from that dog picture with the 53 percent haircut <laughs> um camilla writes back in she says hey Ryder, karen layla and i were grinning from ear to ear uh when you shouted her out you guys are more than welcome to use a picture show art she would be honored Kay and Layla. Well, you know what? Layla will be the show art today, because I love that fifty-three percent dog. Mm -hmm. Uh, That dog look like it wants to speak to all the managers,
3: all the doggy managers.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Like it came up like woof, woof, woof,
1: sir. uh, This kibble and bits had a fly in it, and Mm -hmm. I'd like to speak to a manager. Mm
3: -hmm. But like this was too dry. Mm -hmm. Take it back to the manager,
1: sir. I eat dry food, but not this dry okay um i'm gonna need to talk to everyone where's the owner were
3: there peas and carrots in this that's mm-hmm. what i asked for
1: is mr kibble and bits here today because i'm gonna need to see him uh orlando right saying good morning good folks i just had a thought or so from episode on universal fedcon 1665 i think you were writing your assessment of the situation i just wanted to say i felt empathy as well i had a question though do you think we will see other spaces like black girl nerds twib etc start to fall as this podcasting space continues to gain strength steam i would hope not but it seems like it's a space where black people can flourish but there's always that looming possibility of failure which we know in the black community that failure is really just a spot to continue on from instead it's just the end just curious to hear your thoughts on the current podcast space and what people podcasting now could do to make sure they don't repeat the past thanks for the show's Peace.
3: uh nobody ever
1: gets canceled that's part of it yeah sure like
3: like i really do mean that nobody ever gets canceled people can go away and come back they can always bring their brand back they can uh come back underneath a different thing um that's one thing about blackness be it good bad difference about us no matter what happened we can always come back from anything um and so my biggest thing is no they don't people don't disappear people don't go away People think just because you don't like somebody or you quote unquote cancel them that them and their existence and their brand just goes away. That's not realistic. People don't disappear just because you don't like them. Um.
1: So I do think your brand can be can be dissolved and fucked up and definitely take a hit. I think, uh, you know what happened with Twib and and Elon's uh Twitter um thread or whatever uh was an example of that shit happening um i think what's happening with jamie right now is too early to tell to be honest but it's definitely an example of uh, how things can quickly go wrong um i think they had chances to mitigate the harm from that um but honestly the thing with the internet everybody has receipts and a lot of times the more prominent you are the more people you've probably pissed off on the way to prominence and those people are going to be heard from uh when you're fucking up because people are really going to listen to them you know people that haven't been listened to in the past people that spend time complaining about everybody they now get center stage because you are on a summer jam screen it can easily happen to us it can easily happen to me i'm not like i'm not attached to it in that way where i'm like i would never so i don't know that it's about podcasting. and i don't know if it's about the internet blogging space i really think it's a people thing hmm a lot of us are as people are not prepared to be out here representing a fucking brand because we're humans and we don't right. think like a, a corporation right. you know right.
3: we're individuals not a corporation yeah not
1: that corporations don't fuck up they fuck up too but they have like uh, but well but like when pepsi fucks up i don't know who to blame
3: right because you got a team or a group of people that automatically come out and it's the forefront i mean the, the face of it
1: yeah well not even then you don't i mean well not even then, i can't name like, them people none of what? us know who mr pepsi is well, no. they tell us what to think afterwards here's our statement i don't know who released the statement Mm-mm. you know starbucks we know who the ceo is why because he came out and told us uh, true it ain't like like it, that nigga might not even be the ceo <laughs> it might be 12 ceos and he, he just, just
3: was like i'm the one that's gonna speak this time
1: right but if um unreasonable Fridays fucked up i already know aaron rand freeman's over there you know what i'm saying so it's different like it's if um the read fucks up we know it's crystal and kid fury over there like it's different for this new day and age where you are your brand and so um i don't know that it fundamentally changes anything or opens up space for people maybe if black girl nerds is um as, as people are alleging, i don't know because i haven't had these interactions with jamie she's always like I, i've i always meant to say she's always been fair to me um but um and i've never really crossed her or tried to i don't I don't have a problem with jamie um and she ain't not take my money uh in this case uh so obviously people that had their money taken probably feel way differently than i do right um but in general like even with black girl nerds if they are the gatekeeper that people are saying they are with the whole like Jamie doesn't, she's petty. She does this. Uh, people got their names taken off of their work after they quit this week. Like if that shit is true, it will open up a space for other people simply by the fact that, you know, you've now lost all this talent and they're going to go places and they're going to write and they're going to, and people are going to look for other brands to promote. Cause they don't want to just be linked to you anymore and this is how you dissolve a brand by you know kind of not taking responsibility running away from things deflecting you know if if it was on purpose taking people's names off the things doesn't help because then it makes you look petty if it was a mistake it is a horribly time mistake so like that kind of shit is gonna come back to uh to hurt these brands and shit but in general i expect the brands to still exist because they one they got there first so you have that you know possessions not a tenth of the law but then two it'll just be one of many other blogs like it doesn't mean that it goes away it doesn't take away the work that you've done it doesn't take away all that so i don't think that um and i don't think the podcasting space is inherently better either podcasting is just a new blogging everybody got a fucking podcast now you know you can't make Rick. a friend that ain't got a podcast like is it, now this is that and when the quote-unquote titans of the black podcasting space fall off or have a problem if that happens then people will look to other podcasts but those original podcasts won't go away Mm
2: -mm.
1: you know if something happened with say um i don't know the uh, the read or you know the the big black podcast that people know like if something happened with those podcasts people would just find other podcasts they're not gonna necessarily be like they they fucked it up for all of blackness Mm -mm. you know um but yeah i think this is way too immediate to feel like you know black girl nerves is gone it's way too immediate to actually feel like anything's really happening to twib like elon's just not putting out a podcast right now if he started putting a podcast out next week people would listen
0: yeah they would
1: like it is what it is you know like so I, I don't know i don't i don't think the uh the game is so fundamentally changed than than it was like a week ago you know it's just this is the current controversy of the week but i mean motherfuckers went through that bourbon ball shit and gave give it a month it's like it never happened yes sir so you know uh anyway um uh, thank you for listening um uh, and i don't know what will stop people from repeating the past because we're human humans fuck up so somebody gonna always fuck up you just gotta hope it ain't you man you gotta hope you treat people better than that but i can already in my mind picture the, the list of people that if we ever fucked up on our show or did something or whatever that that would be out in the on the you know just out here like i never liked them niggas in their way did i tell you about that time you're like those motherfuckers would be loud and out there because everybody got some if you got if you have any level of success you got some motherfuckers that can't stand your ass and cannot wait they did get hard the, the second they did that you fuck up so that, it's just par for the course that's everybody allegra writes in uh hey you two um as always um, you and like my husband and I, uh, or mirror many conversations that my husband and I have. I'm usually in spaces where I'm one of the few and only, or, or, or the only black person. And so I've learned how tender white feelings can be. It's tiresome, especially coming from a straightforward, all cards on the table black family. I learned to get thick skin, but also learn how to speak to people. With that said, no one receives negative criticism easily, and especially if they're receiving it from raised voices. People are usually on the defensive. Yeah, and them them white fillings be tender, dog. I mean, they be in the crock pot all day, okay? Falling off the bone, the white fillings. Come on. Uh <laughs> You can you can cr- crush it with your fingers. With your finger, You don't even need a fork. All the pieces in your mouth. Mm-mm. Tender, tender white.
3: Mouth watering tender white folks.
1: Mhm. Just all barbecued up. Uh because uh our country and let's be real the world has painted the other as savage and aggressive we are already put in a volatile state just by being black white people have a history of never being wrong and being able to fake it till they make it and this is uh that is hard to undo centuries of mentality uh of that mentality yeah i'm all for letting a white man educate the other willing white people if they need to hear that message isn't that the point we want change in whatever way truly brings change i agree with you both if there can be some constant paid counseling uh for the marginalized people to the white man whisperer uh that would be uh that would make that would make this project better yeah like a consulting person would be absolutely fine like let somebody look at that class and be like okay white man you're doing a good job bye or you could have done better here you know and though white though people always buck the child the change the truth is we all change a little bit every day change is only scary until you realize it is as bad as you think Mm mm-hmm anyway another great podcast many of your uh, of many of your podcasts thanks you to allegra a thanks allegra thank you let me go to the next session because i know we're getting close to that yep okay. we are going to the next session guys i'll bring everyone back on screen give me one second
3: let's do this
1: mm-hmm oh, i see miss smart already starting her draft of her email about me accusing her of being a slave master she gonna
3: keep it in the draft for days
1: well she don't know i got these receipts too though
3: no
1: mm-hmm you're just waiting for me to get caught out here slipping. Um, alright. Back live. Everyone back on screen. And let me invite Karen back on screen. And there you go. Yep. But see I kept screenshots of Miss Smart uh advocating for slavery, so I'm not worried about her uh caprice writes in review random listener thoughts i've been uh make this smaller for my gmail i don't know why gmail does that
3: blows up the whole screen
1: nah it just they make it they make it go across the whole thing as opposed to just like a small section makes Mm. it hard to read i've been trying to leave a review via itunes for the past week and finally after an altercation with the cucks and colonizers at apple care i'm still having issues so i sent via sent it via email to be certain yeah it was received but still left my five stars on itunes uh i had some random thoughts i like to share uh regarding kanye some people grow and change and they don't always change into the people you like it's okay folks he's friends with caitlin jenner so they can love trump together over pink wine and cheese yeah basically let him go just let, just lead the music though uh, regarding Atlanta FX, I think I relate to Van most this season. She seems to be trying to find her way via things that aren't real and being robbed of pro- probably moving on with her life. I can relate because after my separation, I was consumed with my ex-husband with what he was doing until I got off social media. It was so freeing. Uh, speaking of being single, there are a lot of cute guys that follow this podcast on Twitter. Hey. Shoot, shoot your shot player i don't blame you shoot your shot baby that's, that's caprice i don't see her twitter handle i'd let y'all know if i saw it um this uh this was an overwhelming coon week between kanye diamond and silk ben carson and cosy supporters yeah i said it it was yeah ain't no yeah i said it. i agree that yes I, I can't believe that's still controversial to say i cannot believe i this is how much i've excised people from my life Cause when i seen people still mad about kazi getting convicted i was like they make you <laughs> you still come in that model that is interesting wow i'm gonna walk outside and see a volkswagen bug next day oh wow they just the original bumblebee model just right wow. good grief y'all ain't let that one go um but uh yeah anyway um it was a lot of cooning to take in to take in not to mention i now know who candace owen is damn this list keeps growing Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i'm just trying to survive working in the office where people around me are trying to get white but girl bikini skinny and i'm trying to get rihanna and beyonce thick <laughs> they are killing my vibe no i don't want to die with you i already eat healthy and i'm happy with my curves go away with your points uh anyway yeah
3: right i don't blame you
1: anyway sorry for the long review uh but i consider it payback for you playing taylor swift september spreading love the brooklyn way love you both oh, okay you. oh payback
0: huh i
1: mean is this really what y'all want I, Cause I feel like y'all can stop bringing that up at any time. Cause I I love listening to the song. I listen to it when the show's over. That's how much I love it. So don't don't do this to yourself. When you play me, you play yourself oh lord e- episode 1666 the Positive side of slavery marissa rice and dear writer karen glad to see y'all prospering with all your new opportunities now on the topic at hand the young lady man handled by the cops at waffle house and the lack of outrage compared to starbucks proves the point of how few people give a fuck about black women compared to everybody else no wonder we see black women opting out of social justice activism on behalf of others especially black men we simply don't see the reciprocation in return all of what we are seeing is white people once again using the cops as a weapon already we had starbucks Waffle house grandview golf course Planet fitness etc etc Yeah, all saw cracker barrel got in on it too they will call the cops on black people out of spite knowing full well racist ass cops are more than willing to oblige i mean grandview golf course called the cops on five black women who are members for playing too fucking slow child what i know um only thing with these incidences so far as i'm shocked Nobody ended up dead over all this. Whenever racist white people are called, are challenged over anything, even merely asked about why are you cha- charging for spoons this time, but not, uh, but not before, these white people will call the cops. The ra- their racism has been emboldened by the trash ass racist president. That's why they voted for him. And that 53%, I'm with Karen. Never forget those hoes. Now on to fan con implosion is, uh, is what I said about Mark Zuckerberg. And fa- oh wait, before we move on to that part, let me just say, yeah, I found it very interesting. Not interesting, predictable. When it was black women, it was a lot less outrage. Um, especially the violent arrest. I mean, it was way worse than Starbucks, uh, the woman in Waffle House. Yeah, but you want to know, off. huh?
3: I said, yeah, they stripped them clothes off. And you
1: want to know the worst part? It, you just cannot depend on people for shit when it's a black woman, because I saw the comments well look what she was wearing her clothes when it came off she had on some the right clothes uh why she had an attitude Well, we didn't see before i'm like y'all niggas with the same ones being like boycott Starbucks. well yeah and i'm not saying and i was like i'm not even saying that's the right thing to do but just how the fuck are you that person and this person at the same time people people just don't give a fuck man Mm-mm. just be consistent man keep that same outrage going
3: up with everybody
1: uh now on the fan con kind of implosion uh is what i said about mark zuckerberg of facebook there are those who are willing to accept certain titles about themselves except accountability which jamie from black girl nerd seemed to be one of those people as rod said if you're way over your head say that people will be more than somewhat uh somewhat more understanding than all the bridges she burned by stalling and changing her story a lesson for all to learn as for make america great again kanye he did go from george bush doesn't care about black people to kanye not giving a damn either him tweeting that candace owens woman and wearing a maga hat and such is kanye pulling the usual look at me but worse he gone y'all stop trying to save his ass he don't want to be saved yeah the weird part with Kanye man is I honestly feel like he's one of those people that he loves the attention more than he's trying to make a point about any of it and
2: I agree
1: we're in a weird cycle where he says something to get attention and as much as people claim you know they're over him and they cancel him and shit they can't wait to give him attention for that stupid shit he's saying like I didn't want to read his tweets and shit on the show because Mm -hmm. I just don't care
3: nope just let me know when the next
1: album coming out yeah like i'm still a fan of his music i don't care about his fucking politics
3: uh-uh.
1: that's it and and you know until the music is whack to me then that's when i'll stop fucking with him right but i ain't like i ever follow him on twitter i think i got him muted on twitter no like no i don't follow him on Twitter. who cares either. what kanye west thinks about shit like he i mean it's only so long before he will get to the cooning part because i mean let's be honest he wants the attention that's one of the best ways for a black person to get attention say some coon shit white people love you black people hate you but the but the best thing is they always talking about you like that was the, that was the the one thing he said on the last album i can't remember the lyric exactly but it was something to the effect of he be mad when people not talking about him not he needs y'all to talk positively or whatever he's like i'm just mad when people have stopped talking about me other than that i'm good good or bad so okay um uh candace owen is much like kanye she all she says all this i think my brain not not my race except when it was time for her to sue over racism which she did not long ago black conservatives are so unoriginal for them to claim to be free thinkers they all got the same tired ass mantras (laughs) blacks need to get out the democratic plantation blacks can't stand other blacks having opinions notice kanye is a dude uh, these racist white ring wingers hated it for his George Bush outburst and harming that, that girl Taylor Swift. Before it was these liberal Hollywood elites and celebs should, should shut up. And those right wing catch them, uh, Kanye and now celeb opinions, uh, can be welcomed. As I said, so many unoriginal shared opinions, uh, by my so-called, in, by so-called individual thinkers. Love the show. Can't wait to hear more of y'all's projects. Marissa. Thanks, Marissa. Thank you um uh, from the brox marissa from the Bronx. yeah the other thing too um with the kanye shit that's funny is um <laughs> motherfuckers always be like i'm black and i'm a free thinker y'all on the plantation i'm like this reminds me so much of that key appeal skit where they was black republicans mm-hmm. and they just all had the same outfits on they all made the same speech it, that's that's them <sighs> all right last one Nerd geek ninja our girl lamar says i'm okay she writes she's the one who left the two voicemails mm-hmm. hey Ryder Karen, just wanted to let you guys know that i'm okay i saw avengers affinity war again that night with my other brother and his wife and that made me feel a lot better especially when i turned and looked at their faces during a precise moment uh, when certain scenes happen can't wait to hear y'all's i love you guys and i'm really proud of you Karen, your puns have really blossomed Woo! and Ryder, your fat albert impression has really come into its own uh thank you uh but that's not me doing an impression fat albert actually comes in the studio whenever uh a imaginary black person is accused of a crime and it was a real th- treat to mention my uh my husband after the rap in an earlier episode i laughed so hard thanks my uh we appreciate y'all uh i think that's everybody's emails and everything Yay. uh we're about to go see infinity war again uh-huh. i finally uh i finally processed my emotions and i decided i can see it again uh even though i did not feel like that after the first time i saw it i was like what is movies what is life well i see anything we should all <laughs> we should all just stop stop viewing life together <laughs> right? hug our loved ones and stay with our families uh we'll be back uh soon probably tomorrow uh until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah.